Hello and welcome to Big Monday Night In. I know it's not Monday, I know it's not live. Uh, first show though of the year. It's taken to get to nearly December now, but we're all very excited. In the studio today, to my left, we have... Hello, it's Charlie Ryan here. Hello, I'm Jamie. Hello, I'm Alex Cavanaugh. Hello, I'm Harry Davis. Uh, and yes, I'm your host, Harry Waring. Today, we're going to keep it pretty much lighthearted today, just so we can get back into it. Uh, we're going to talk about three games. Uh, Luton Town versus Crystal Palace, Newcastle versus Chelsea, and Spurs versus Aston Villa. So, if we dive straight in then, we're going to do Luton Town versus Crystal Palace 2-1. Harry, do you want to just run us through your thoughts on this game before we start debating You know how we think Luton will do for the rest of the season? Yeah, I mean... I think both teams are very good. Uh, it, it seemed pretty evenly matched. I mean, you obviously, we uh, no goals to the 72nd minute. Mendy, uh, Mengi broke the deadlock there in the 72nd minute, followed by Elisa in the 74th, Jacob Brown in the 83rd. So uh, seems pretty evenly matched. It's quite impressive for Luton. You've got a pretty decent Palace squad there under Hodgson. So Luton holding their own and uh, coming up on top there. So. Definitely an interesting game, I think, to watch. And uh, definitely, like you said, gives us an uh, idea of where Luton are going going forward. Yeah, so let's focus on Luton. I think they're probably the more exciting out of the two, in my opinion. But 17th in the table, nine points there. They're four points clear of Sheffield United, who are 18th. Obviously, they're out of the relegation zone because of Everton getting that point Not deduction. Not yeah. Yeah, but, you know, they're taking steps in the right way had Charlie what, what do you think this season's going to hold for them now now that you've had 13 games to see them play do you think you know they've got enough to maybe scrape up and you know stay in the league I think speaking from a Liverpool fan when they played against us it was quite quite good like they just managed to hold their own whether it was because they were playing up for the, the big matches wanting to steal some points off the top teams they had a great game against us and I think even in this game against Palace, they showed some quality. I mean, I put down when I was making notes that the second goal was a very good assist. Mm. If you saw the pass through from Ogbeni, proper ball. But yeah, I think I think Luton could do it, and I'd want them to. Obviously, let's get Everton down. Yeah, big team down. <laughs> Jamie, have you got anything you want to add to that? I'm just having a look at uh, Luton's next few games. They've got Brentford away, um, but then they've got Arsenal and City back-to-back in five days. So mm. I think that's going to be a big test for them. Mm. Very nice. Mm. Very nice. Could be a big test indeed. Uh, obviously, their squad's... Uh, it's a bit of a mix of sort of rating of players. You've got a lot of players who were seen as the best players of the championship last year. That could be Ogbené. Uh, obviously, they've held on to the likes of Carlton Morris as well, Tom Lockley in defence. But they've signed players like Ross Barkley, Andros Townsend, Cav. Yeah, I mean, I feel top, Tom Lockyer has to be like the, the star man, um, I think, of that lot. Um, I, I might be biased because he's a former Bristol Rovers player. That's um, fair enough. But, um, but yeah, no, I've, I, they do have like some quality. Um, obviously, it's a different kind of quality, as we'll see, to, you know, different kind of Premier League sides. I feel like Luton's players are more like kind of get-the-job-done um, players. Um, you kind of... Um, they kind of remind me about of Huddersfield Town a few years ago. Mm. Um, everyone expected them to be, like, like beating Derby's points record when they went down 11 points when they got relegated. Um, but... No, I, 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 feel, I feel like Luton have, have got a decent chance. I mean, with the signings they've had, um, yeah, obviously Ross Barkley, he um, 
I think was it in the Liverpool game he played, um, and he he showed um, glimpses of his quality as we've seen um, at Everton, and he never really quite delivered at Chelsea. Um, but but no, if they if they can get those kind of players going, um, not specifically, not so much at Barkley, but all the, the young players, um, they've signed Issa Kabori from Man City at fullback um, over the summer, who's um, I think has played very well um, in a lot of fancy football teams. Um, because he's like a four million option, um, so he's getting a few assists there. Um, but but no, I, I feel like if they can if they can um, just keep their composure a little bit and loosen and obviously like not drop points in that like games like the Liverpool games. It's just it's just experience they need to build and confidence yeah. as they grow into the Premier League. Yeah, uh, looking at Palace then on the other hand, thirteenth in the league, fifteen points. We spoke a lot about them last year, saying that you know they're, they're building into the right, you know, they're building a great team here. They're making the right steps forward. You look at the signing of Eze, Elise, obviously made a few years ago with Mark Gay as well, bringing in Lerma over summer. Uh, Harry, are you? Do you think they should be trying to strive a little bit higher up the table now, or do you think this is you know thirteenth spot? That's just a place where Crystal Palace are. Probably. I find Palace are sort of a weird team in that. I remember before they sacked Vieira last season, thinking they sort of got away with not being up there. Mm. It's almost like, with, with with the quality they've got in the, in the squad, you they could be contesting, you know, 10th, 9th, just on those outskirts of Europe, I think. And then, yeah, and then obviously they sacked Vieira, I, and I, uh, which I think was the right choice, bringing in Hodgson. Uh, he's, got, he's got this team going, I think. Obviously, they lost this game, but I mean, even if you look at Elise's goal, it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. They have got some real, real star power in this team. So I don't want them to just sit in the middle. I'm not a Palace fan, but I do think that they they can be better than 13th. And I don't want them falling into a relegation, being around that relegation dogfight, anywhere near it in the next couple of seasons at least, because they have they definitely have uh, players that don't deserve to be down there. Yeah, yeah, no, they're a team that sort of look like they're making the right steps. So, yeah, it'd be nice to see them climb up the table. The rest of you got anything else you want to add on either of these two teams? I think Eze is class. I think he mm. should be in and around the England team on a permanent basis. Mm. Do you reckon um, he'll get snapped up soon? Uh, I, I think so. I think one of the big teams will come knocking. It, it'd be nice to see him stay in the Prem, um, maybe for like... One of your one of your Liverpool boys or Ooh. something like that. Um, you're a Liverpool fan, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, or or maybe even a Chelsea. I could see him fitting in there. But they they sign a plethora of midfielders, don't they? Mm. So, um, but no, I think he's he's class. I think he should be, if not starting for England alongside Bellingham and Madison. Maybe maybe you can't fit them all in. So he, he's the one that sits out. But no, I think he's class. And then is it Edward the striker? Mm. Six goals in Prem this season. It's very very impressive, isn't yeah. it? Very impressive. Right, uh, let's move on from this game then. Before we talk about Newcastle, though, we are going to play a game of ourselves. Playing words there. Um, <laughs> and this one we came up with last year, and it's called Sudden Death. So for people that don't know what this is, which is... Me. Everybody in this room, <laughs> except for me. Um, basically, I'm going to say a topic. So we'll have two people take playing role this week, and we'll go for Charlie and Jamie. Uh, I'll say a topic. Uh, it could be, for example, a colour. Uh, and you'll take it in turns. So Charlie says red, Jamie says blue. We keep going until one of you can't name one or says something that's already been said. Right. So because this is a football show, we're going to do a team. 
uh, and you're going to name their players. So I'm going to go for Manchester United this week. Manchester United. Because I don't think there's, a, there's not a Man United fan in this room. So I, went in, I went and saw them play against Galatasaray. Yeah. Uh, Yesterday. Few, no. <laughs> <laughs> not not the away leg. No, a few weeks ago, my mate had a spare ticket. It's so. just unfair from the get-go. <laughs> it is to be fair. I'll try and go through the starting eleven. <laughs> oh dear. No. So phones on the table. Oh, Come on, joke. Joke professionally here. Not no lie. cheating. Um, I, I do have all the players listed in front of me. Okay. I may miss some of them off my list, but hey. Also, if they're on loan at another team, they do not count. Because uh, we had Callum last year, we did an Arsenal episode, and he was trying to tell me that Cedric, who was on loan at Fulham, played, was counted as an Arsenal player. I didn't have a lot of time for that. He got, he got <laughs> put in the book. So, right, are you boys ready? I am ready. Who wants to go first? Go you can go first. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Jamie goes, right. Ready? Begin. Amrabat, Bruno Fernandez, Rashford, Martial, Onana, Harry Maguire, Lindelof, Dallow, Shaw. Yeah, that's it for me. <laughs> Is it? I'm really, yeah. Players, I can't hack it. That, so you're coming there. I'm going yeah. there. That's fair enough. Oh. Or do you just, is it, I can get as much time as I want, is it? Is no, no, no. Is it rushed? No, no, yeah. you've ended it. Done, you've ended yeah. it. You've blown the full whistle there. That's, that's that. <laughs> full time. I, mean, I, had a few, I had a few more in the time, man. Oh, no, no. I, thought, I was struggling. Like, I said Marshall, no? Oh, no, I didn't. No, I said, no, no, no. said Marshall. Yeah. The man that's been there ages. Nobody said Sancho either. He's oh, a, a bit quiet, quiet isn't he? He's <laughs> gone a bit quiet. Gone out show. Goal of the season. Oh, the other okay. day. Oh, how are we forgetting that? that? <laughs> it's beautiful. The other day, man. Mental. Absolutely. I was in a Rosen crown, tucking into a uh, chicken platter. Beautiful. <laughs> Do you reckon that goal was better than Rooney? Yes. Yeah, make it. Yes. Um, it's good. I think technically it's the goal itself, yes. But. Occasion. The occasion. Manchester derby. You yeah. can't top that goal. But. Yeah, no, it was. Quite good, wasn't it? Breathtaking. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. It is beautiful. I had a sport watch a, a replay a bit later on in the game. They show the replay again, mm -hmm. and he went mental in Rosen Crown, uh, thinking that it just happened again. So he just stood up and just went, "Oh, it's happened again!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was quite funny. Class, um, class. Yeah, so that was just a little game, just to you know, break it up. A bit. Well done, break Jamie. it up a bit. Well done, Jamie. Newcastle. Newcastle. We're going to talk a bit about Newcastle versus Chelsea, uh, I believe the game was. Uh, it went the way of Newcastle 4, Chelsea 1. You know, a lot of goals, obviously it became 1-0. Isaac opened the score in the 13th minute, Sterling in the 23rd with an, an outstanding free kick, which you know we will be talking about a little bit later. Um, after that, Lascelles getting himself on the score sheet, what a player he is. Uh, Joe Linton and then Gordon making it 4 Jamie. Harry. Newcastle this year. Okay. Newcastle. Um, obviously, it's not been as good as last year. Well, saying that, there's not been as much hype around them because obviously last year went so well for them. Uh, they're currently seventh in the league on 23 points. Three points off Tottenham in the Europa League position. Uh, and then, obviously, you've got Villa in the in the fourth place, last place, Champions League. Do you think Champions League is on the cards from this year or do you think... You know, whatever happens in the league happens and they're just trying to do as well as they can in the Champions League. Well, as a Villa fan, I, I, I'm going to have to say no, I'm afraid, because <laughs> we're flying at the moment. But I, I do wonder what Newcastle season would look like if they had Tenali still. Mm. Obviously, he got banned for, was it 10 months? His suspension? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, I want to say so, 10 um, months, yeah. And he's, he's going to be a big loss to them. Um, 
because they, he's a real rock in that midfield. Mm. Obviously, they've had players step up and to beat Chelsea 4-1's no mean feat. Um, but in terms of coming from a Villa fan, I think Europa League will suffice. Okay. Uh, Harry, what if so, we're going to talk about injuries a bit later on with Tottenham especially, but if I were to run through Newcastle's list right now, so obviously you've said there, Tonali's out uh, for 10 months. That's not an injury, just him liking to bet. Um, Botman's out. Sean Longstuff's out, Matt Target's out, Jacob Murphy's out, Harvey Barnes is out, Elliot Anderson's out, Dan Burns is out, and Callum Wilson's out. Now, obviously, as I've said there, Champions League's a big part of their, their season this year. Do you think the amount of these injuries is, is just going to hinder how far they can get up the league? Or Yeah, it's an interesting one because it's a really long list. Yeah. It is a really long list when you think about it. But like you said, beating despite the position Chelsea are in and the issues they have, beat, beating them 4-1 is, is no mean feat. Yeah, they're not up there in the Champions League right now, but I think that's because of how many teams are up there right now. Mm. We, you know, we don't normally at this stage have it as full up there. Do you know what I mean? We're talking anywhere from 1st to 7th, yeah. if not you know, down to 8th, maybe. maybe, yeah, that, that could be up in that top four. So I think it is going to be difficult for Newcastle to get in, not just because of their injuries, but because of the season as a whole. But I trust Eddie Howe. I really do. Uh, not a Newcastle fan myself, but I rate Eddie Howe very highly. Uh, obviously, Newcastle coming into a lot of money, but they haven't spent that money in a silly way. They haven't, mm. you know, they haven't done a Chelsea and splashed out 100 mil here, 100 mil here on players that then aren't doing much. So if you look at the players that... Uh, Eddie Howe's getting the best out of. I never rated Gordon at Everton. I, I found him whiny and annoying. But since he's gone to Newcastle, it's like a different player. I, I love him. I think he's great. I, I want to see him up there in the England squad. Uh, seeing the sales back on the uh, score sheet is, yeah. is always fun. So I, I do think they can get up there, but I think it's less about them and more about the other teams around them because I feel like they could do enough to get into a Champions League in a regular season, but this doesn't look like a regular season. Mm. No, it's definitely not. And talk about Anthony Gordon there. Have any of you watched the Newcastle documentary on Amazon Prime? Yeah. I've no, 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 idea that. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. There was a new one that came out, and it spoke about the transfer of Anthony Gordon. He's somebody mm. Eddie Howe was dying to have. So, you know, getting on the score sheet a few more times now, obviously proving that. No, Eddie, Eddie Howe knows what he's on about yeah. Um, and yeah it's good to see Lascelles getting a chance to run out again he's a player that I've always liked mm. obviously he's got his position back because of injuries but you know score sheet and he's being solid and he's I think he had the armband in that game as well um, mm. we've already spoken about Eze for England now I want to talk about Raheem Sterling Cav um, he's up for player of the month he's doing really well does he get back into your England team or not? Yeah, well, he's got a goal and assist in his last two games, um, and you know, yeah, he, he he has been very good this season. Um, it's just a shame. I feel like people will compare him to his time at Man City, and I don't think that's fair. Um, you've seen him obviously take the risk with his um, transfer move from Man City to Chelsea uh, two seasons ago, and people people um, <clears throat> should see that as like a a sign that he wants to, like grow his career and take it a new path. Um, so yeah, he's been great this season. In a season, um, well, he's one of the most actually senior players in Chelsea squad, isn't he? Because yeah. um, they've signed a, a bunch of new players. Uh, a lot of youth in that. So, yeah, Cole Palmer, um, especially for Man City as well. Um, so I think he's actually. I feel like. I mean, I don't know that this is 
what is happening. But I feel like Sterling probably giving a lot of advice to Palmer, like from well, obviously he knows him from the Man City days. Um, But yeah, so you think yeah, fair enough, Charlie. What what do you think about the whole Sterling situation? Obviously, as an old Liverpool player, I never liked him after he left. (laughs) Thought the way he did that was a bit bit of a joke, but um, I'm glad he's finding some foot footsteps in uh, Chelsea. Never. I mean, he was good at City, but who wouldn't be? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think he's good. I don't think he's good enough to get in the England squad. I think there's a lot more movement around some of the other teams and players like clearly outclassing him, Foden, Grealish yeah. even. I'd say, I'd say Grealish. Um, but, yeah, definitely a rotation player for England. Maybe. Well, yeah, he's one of the most capped current England players at the moment. Obviously, he's been there for... Is it 10 years? I want to say 10 years. He's been around for ages, hasn't he? Mm. Jamie, do you think, does he get it back into your England team? Um, yeah, he's got to. I mean, he's playing really well at the moment. And then you look back at previous tournaments and he's he was always grabbing goals. Um, mm. Even if that happens, he's still at the end of the end of the ball and he's he was still getting on the score sheet. So I think he's a, he's a must pick if we had the Euros right now. Must pick. Mm. Harry, do you agree? I would say so as well. I mean, there's a lot of the England squad's decisions that I disagree with I mean yes Chelsea aren't right up at the top of the table right now but you've got Sterling performing well in that team and then I know they're not exactly the same position then you've got Henderson in the Saudi league which I think is the equivalent of choosing some player you know calling up Paul Mullin for the uh, for the England <laughs> squad in terms of the, uh, the quality of that league so and I yeah I don't really understand Southgate's justification for not calling up Sterling because if you're saying performances for club then how have we got Calvin Phillips who isn't playing any minutes in there have you got Jordan Henderson who's not playing in the Premier League in there so I would yeah he's a he's a shoo-in for my England squad very nice uh, one final question then well topic I want to talk about then is Pochettino how long has he got do you think because Chelsea are 10th in the league when they got rid of Graham Potter they were 11th so it's not like he's you know, moved him up the table a long way. I know it's a different season now, but moved him up the table a long way. There's been a lot of changes at Chelsea. We discussed it a lot last year about how many signings they were making, how much money they were spending. But you know, it gets to the stage now where you would start to see, expect to see this money propel them up, up the league. Um, they have got some good players in there. Uh, we've already alluded to a couple of them, but... Do you think Pochettino is the right person? Do you think it's going to have to be a little bit like Liverpool, Man City? You know, they gave Klopp and Pep a little bit of time to settle in, even Arsenal to a certain degree. Or do you think you know Chelsea might be a bit more hasty and they want they want to get into that that top five, four, get the Champions League spot? Well, Harry, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I rate Pochettino. I always have. The question is, if they get rid of him, where do they go next? Yeah. How many managers can you can you go through? I was an advocate of sticking with Potter. Mm. I, I I was an advocate of the of the Potter project as it was because uh, I think managers should be given time and I, and it carries on to Pochettino. I've moved from the Potter project to the Poch project. <laughs> and we will, uh, yeah, I think he can do it. I think he can do it. I think he needs the time and I think, like you said, there's been a lot of changes and we've had it in my own club this year at, at Coventry. When you bringing a lot, when you bring in a lot of new players, they need yeah. time and it has been a while, but. There are signs. There are there are signs that these players are signed to jail. And so I think give Poch more time. And and he might not because we do we know what Todd Bowley's like. And yeah. so he might not get that time. But I uh, I hope he does. Jamie, you got any thoughts on this? 
Yeah, um, I mean, the last few games, they've, they've not done too badly looking past the Newcastle game. Obviously, they beat Spurs 4-1. Spurs did have nine men by the, by the time the game finished. But uh, and you, the week after, they, they put up a good game against City. I mean, they, they did manage to nick a point in the last minute. But still, 4-4 against Man City, that was a blockbuster of a game, if you will. Um, so I think the results are okay. It's just that Newcastle ones are, are, sticks out like a sore thumb, really, doesn't it? And then moving on to December, they've got... Brighton and Man United up next. I think after if, they, if those are repeats of the Newcastle game, then he could be in trouble. Um, yeah, we'll have, we'll have to see, but it's not looking good. Yes, it is. Right, let's move on then. So me and Harry were talking earlier uh, about another segment of the podcast which we could introduce. What I'm going to do is write down a hangman, and you can play along if you're watching at the same time. All you need is a pen and paper. So this is themed around Barclays Premier League ballers, so vintage ballers, if you will. Right, so first hangman, we're going to do three. Um, the first one will just be a, a short name, just so we can get the gist of it. It's simply four letters long, so we'll go around the studio. Does anyone want to start a four-letter name? We'll start with man. Cav to your left. So you give so us these, a letter. These are like vintage So this is a Premier vintage players. Prem baller. Okay, I'll go with E. E is not on there. Ooh. So if you're playing along whilst you're watching, you can cross E off. <laughs> Draw the base of the hangman. Go on, Harry. I'm going to go for an A. A is in there. N in there. Oh, we've got a few Ns. Go on, Charlie. It is Nanny. Isn't it's it? Nanny. So <laughs> for those of you playing along at home, that was just a short one to get the Solid. gist of it. We did well there. So, <laughs> yeah. we, do we get the idea in the studio? Yes, now? we do. I'm we glad do. I got that. If I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be off the pod. <laughs> Walking yeah. out. The door's over there, mate. So, the next person I'm going to do is... So his first name has nine letters, right? and his surname has seven letters. So, as I said, first name, nine letters, surname, second letters. We'll start with Cav again. Any letter, mate. You know the alphabet. Oh, I was, I was <laughs> He's oh, going to guess it that now. One, two... <laughs> um, A. A. We have a few A's. Let me, goodness me, let me go through this. Harry. I'm going to go with an I. I. We have one I. One I. I'm going to go with N again. We do have a few N's. Mm. Is there a C? First strike. Damn it, Charlie. Charlie. Damn it, Charlie. Um, so, so far, we've got A, I, and N. So, let's go for P. P is also a strike. Harry. H. Oh. Come on, boys. Oh, <laughs> is not going well. Oh, that's a good sign. That's wrong. Good sign. Wrong with O. Give us a E. Yes, Let's just go. about. <laughs> just about. If there's an E, there's an E. I'm ever so confused about such this. A, it's a very Irish first name, I think. I, think, I don't know if it is. I think the step up from Nanny is a it, take it, 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 is. <laughs> it is, for sure. Because um, with those endings of the words as well, we should be able to get it. I know there's the something first. that ends it first. Um, Line. I just don't know what the. You, well, you know the first. What's the first line? Sebastian. Yeah. It's it? Sebastian. <laughs> Correct. I, I just. I can't. We get that I think I know the surname. So Can none of those surname? letters are in the surname, is it? Or there is. Yes. O. S. Yes. Two letters away. So so far we've got Larson. Sebastian. Is it Larson? Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well done. 
<laughs> Sebastian Larsson, Charlie Rowan. Well done. Couldn't tell you anything about them, but I know the name. <laughs> Swedish, isn't he? He's Swedish. Yeah, I, I was thinking yeah. like old old Prem players. Yeah, he did well. He came to mind. Should we do one more? We'll do one more. This is a three-word name. The first word is middle five name. letters. Yes. The middle name is five letters as well, and then the surname is four letters. Would it always be said as the three names? They'd always yeah, yeah, be all yeah. said, okay. Maybe just the, the second and third, but the first name is very recognisable. Put you oh, on the spot here, um, just, just what, A? He likes to do the name, if it's me, but. You've got a few A's in. Harry, what are you thinking? I'm going to go for I. I. Get the vowels out of the way. You know what? There's no I. There's no I. There's no I. It's got to be an O then, surely. O? There is. Oi, oi. Uh, let's give it an R. Oh, that's a big one. We've got a few R's. Come on. So, so far we have R, O, as the first two letters of the first name. We've got a few A's in the second name. Oh, and no. then in the surname we've got a, a single R as well. Go on, Cal. If it's an A, I want to say L. L. No L, I'm afraid. Go on, Harry, it looks like you've got it. No, I thought I did and then realised the letters did not add up oh. at all. <laughs> so I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, oh, God. I'm going to go for a H. No, no, is it no I? He said no to I. We've got no I, H, or L so far. Deary. Uh, B. No B. Oh, dearie. It's quite Whoa. a good one. You 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 led us in with <laughs> nanny and then you've just killed us afterwards. <laughs> Four letter word. Um, let's go for C. Yes. So we have a C starting off the third word. Ooh. Surely that opens it it's, up a bit. It is a little bit, uh, but... Uh, 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 um, why? No. So, so far... <laughs> oh, no, he wants us to lose. The sort of person that guesses an X, aren't you? <laughs> so far, we have no B, I, L, H, or Y. Go on, Eric. K. I think K is worse than Y. It probably is. No. Yeah. Mr. Waring. Uh, S. Hey. Why do we not go over on the board? Oh. T. Yes. Oh, something Santa Cruz. <laughs> Looks like. What you? This, we have a few years. This might get it yeah, now. Oh, come on. What's his first name? Right, N. <laughs> so, so we've got Santa as the middle name. <laughs> right, what's his first name? Name of very Santa as the middle theme. name. <laughs> come on, Harry. Surely you know this. Well, I'll say Z and it'll come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Santa Cruz, the surname. Now we're looking for two letters in his first name. It's not the same letter? Not the same letter. Um, I'll give you a clue. You pay for Blackburn. Oh, I know. Well, that's not going to help me. You know it is. <laughs> I know it is. Go on then. Uh, Ro Roque? Ro Roque Santa Cruz. So we're looking for a Q and an E. <laughs> There we what? go. Well, that's yeah. good. Thank yeah. you, Jamie. I'm surprised you didn't uh, didn't suggest an E right till the very end. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I just forgot that. Existed. Forgot the vowels. <laughs> you've got to remember so. you're all so much older than me. So you're you're vintage. Boy Charlie's not. Charlie's fresh as well. Yeah. Oh well, then that's why we've been that's why we've been struggling. Charlie. Just st stood up. Yeah. Uh, right then, let's should we get back to some. Uh, Football. That actually. That was, a, that was a nice little segue. It was. I enjoyed that, Jamie. Thank you very much. No um, 
Visually stimulating. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to hear more from Jamie, scrum fly with me. There you oh, go. Hey, cheeky little plug. There you go. Yeah. You better plug me in now. Right. We'll uh, <laughs> let's talk about our third and final game, which we're going to do is Tottenham Aston Villa. Jamie's very excited about this one, as he is a Villa fan, so he's not allowed to talk. Mm-hmm. Right. This one went the way of Villa 2 1. Tottenham took the lead early on thanks to La Celso, uh, but Aston Villa, Paolo Torres, and. Uh, is it Paolo? Paolo. Paolo Torres, yes, that's, that's bad for me. Paolo Torres, uh, and Oliver Watkins in the 61st minute. I'm in charge, everything gets cut. I don't like. um, right, Harry, what are your thoughts? What do your notes say? <laughs> uh, it was a good game. Yeah, I thought it was a Another very good game. game. It was a very good game. good game. I, uh, I was, <laughs> I, I was watching it in the library uh, when I should have been doing my essay, uh, and I couldn't turn it off. Uh, and I was so bummed that Villa won. But uh, being a cop fan myself, we like to we like to see the Villa lose. But uh, my main thought was, even though they lost, I thought Spurs were really good. Especially that first half, they uh, they seemed to dominate, and especially with their injury list as well, they're in a quite a similar position to Newcastle. Yeah. I mean, without Jimmy Madison, uh, who I think is one of the one of the best players in the league right now, uh, it's it's going to be difficult. Son scoring a hat trick of offside goals, uh, showing that he has he has got the quality. Of course, he does. It's Son, but uh, I saw saw a stat at how many players Villa have caught offside this season. Something like that, something like one hundred and sixty seven. Or something ridiculous like that. So they're obviously ex- executing the game plan right well, uh, quite well. Watkins, obviously, quality as always. Uh, got to see him as a continuous fixture in the England squad now. He's showing he can do it. Yeah. But yeah, good game. Villa, obviously, brilliant. Uh, winning Spurs, just as good. And uh, disappointing result, in my opinion. Right then, Jamie, talk to us about Villa. What, best team in the world? Okay, that's the I mean, we're, we're fourth in the Prem at the moment, which. I would have bitten your hand off at the start of the year yeah. coming into it. Um, we've had some good results, Spurs being a noticeable one. Um, but no, we're playing really well. It's good to see. Um, we've got a few Villa friends at home who, who go down to the games regularly and they say the atmosphere is as good as it's ever been, which is fantastic. And I mean, sitting in the Champions League position at this stage of the season is severely unlike the Aston Villa that I know. So, mm. yeah, so it's quite a pleasing change, to be honest. And to have an out-and-out goal scorer like Watkins, something that we've been missing for a few years since Benteke, um, probably for like seven or eight years now. So Darren Bent as well. Don't oh, yeah, yeah, and Esky as well. Can't forget about him, <laughs> can we? No, um, no, it's good to see Watkins firing. Um, hopefully he stays. I, I know he signed a contract about a month ago, but, yeah, it's whether that... Uh, that comes into fruition over the next few years or someone pays the big bucks. Very nice. Um, I'm going to open a debate then to the room. We're going to go around. Tottenham or Villa, who do you think is going to get the Champions League out of those two? Tottenham. Sorry, Jamie. Any reason why? Um, they've got the class. I, I think you're missing Son for a couple of matches in January for the Asia Asia Nations matches. Um, but um, I think they'll just long it out. Yeah. I mean, I don't see... Villa staying up for that long. Yes, they're doing well. They got a good goal difference. Unai Emery's come in and done a good job with them. I can't see it lasting. Yeah. And they did concede three that didn't count. Yeah, that you can't just put point. that to a good line. 
But having said this, Spurs have got so many injury concerns at the mm. moment. I mean, I saw Emerson Royale filling in at centre back at, at some points in the game, and Benzema's out again. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, so well, you know who I'm going to say. So you, yeah, may, you may as well pass on to Cap. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's for me. It's got to be Tottenham um, because I feel like Villa. You know, they're not very. They have got a very experienced um, uh, European manager in Unai Emery. Mm-hmm. He's obviously won. Um, I think it, is it five times he's won it with Sevilla. He's won it a lot with Sevilla. Definitely at least three. Um, but yeah, this is a different league, though, Cav. Yeah, oh, I'm not. It's a, it's a different animal. Yeah, different show. But um, no, no, I feel like Spurs have just. Um, I feel like Ange Postecoglou, like without the distraction of European football, um, he's certainly like got that feel, but good factor. I don't know how long it's going to last. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think they'll have enough quality um, over Aston Villa. I mean, Aston Villa quality side as well. I don't, I think they'll be up there as well. Mm. Um, but um, they have, Aston Villa have got a testing run next few games. They have got Bournemouth away, but then they've got City at home, Arsenal at home. We know how good they've been at home this season, but can they prove it against um, the top teams? What do you think, Aaron? Yeah, I'm going to go for Spurs as well, mm. <laughs> obviously. Uh, but, yeah, I think once, you know, getting Jimmy Madison back in the in the new year, I've rated him since his commentary days. He is one of the best players I've ever seen put a commentary shirt on in my life. I uh, absolutely love him. And as much as I absolutely do rate Unai Emery, I think he's done a brilliant job at Villa, as much as I hate to admit it. Uh, I love Ange. I think he's going to mate his way up into the uh, Champions League. I mean, it's just the other day when when he said about in an interview, he said when he, his managers say that they won't uh, they won't play his style of football because they haven't got the players. And he said, "I'm just going to do it." It's you know keeping that high line against Chelsea mm. shows his uh, his mentality. And I mean, like I said, they were for for most of the game they dominated Villa with with a really really weakened squad. Uh, like you said, you have an Emerson Royale and centre back. They should not be Villa should be wiping over them with the squad they've got at the moment. So yeah, I'm going to go Spurs. Very nice. Uh, for me, it all decides on the January transfer window. For me, mm. Villa are looking like they're going to make some big moves, big statements. A lot are already being talked about. Uh, the likes of Anaki Williams as well. There's somebody that's been highlighted a few times to me. Uh, Spurs need to. I know we say this all the time, Conte when he's there, they need to spend money. But at the moment with these injury problems, if they want Champions League football, they're going to have to spend. Whether that be Postacogli bringing in some of his former Tottenham, they're not Tottenham, Celtic players. So Matt O'Reilly, for example, uh, a player getting a lot of highlights in the Champions League for them at the moment. Um, I think it could go either way. Uh, I think post, both of them great man- managers. I think Postacogli's obviously three managers of the month done really well. But injuries are against him. Uh, well, you know, Emery, he's got a good squad that's firing at the moment. Obviously, there's a couple injuries in there, but Diaby showing how good he can be already. Watkins is firing. It, it's, I think we'll see. I've, I've played it back there. I've made you debate it. I'm going to play it safe. Um, what game were we doing? Tottenham at St Villa. Let's move on. Uh, right, I'm going to run through the rest of the scores. And then we're going to look at Liverpool-Fulham, a game which is happening this weekend. We'll do a little preview for that. Uh, and to finish off the show, Harry's going to do quick-fire predictions. So start thinking. Right. The rest of the scores, though, that happened last weekend, Saturday the 25th of November, uh, are Manchester City 1, Liverpool 1, Burnley 1, West Ham 2, Forest 2, Brighton 3, Sheffield United 1, Bournemouth 3, 
Brentford nil, Arsenal one. Moving to Sunday, the other scoreline was Everton nil, Manchester United three, and Monday night we had Fulham three, Wolverhampton two. So let's look at. We may may do another game as well. We've got a bit of time. Um, Liverpool versus Fulham, two teams which we've not spoken about. Fulham currently sit 14th of the league on 15 points, Liverpool third on 28 points. I'm sat next to a Liverpool fan, so I'm going to let him talk about his thoughts and feelings of this game. Uh, I'd say I'm a bit concerned, to be honest. Okay. You look at the, tab- uh, the table and, yeah, it's getting quite tight. We could, theoretically, go up if Man City lose against Tottenham, which they won't. But we could also go down, seeing as we've got Allison out injured, Thiago out injured, Jota, Robertson. It's not looking good. Um, whereas players like Soberslai firing at the moment, Salah's doing great, Nunes always cooking. So uh, who knows? I think this will be a tough match for us. We'll make it tough. We'll, it'll be a last minute goal. But I reckon it'll be a Liverpool win, obviously. Yeah. Is it obvious? For me, <laughs> Cam. Uh, yeah, Cam. What do you think? Um, I mean, on paper, um, it looks like a easy win for Liverpool. But you know, Fulham um, were losing Paulinho last game because he was suspended against Wolves. Uh, so they shipped two goals. Um, so yeah, he Chan scored as um, what? How many goals has he got this season? He's got seven in the Premier League. Um, so he's really becoming a talisman um, for Wolves outside of um, Neto being injured. But yeah, um, Fulham were. Um, people will say probably fortunate to win last time out. William had two penalties. Um, so, um, I mean, away from home, Fulham have um, not been the best. Um, but And also Liverpool at home are, are sensational. Um, obviously, a few years ago, they had this run which lasted for like two or three years, I think, where they didn't mm. lose at home, yeah. which was insane. Um, so it's a big ask. I mean, Fulham have won at Anfield, um, before a few seasons ago when they got relegated and they beat them 1-0 um, so could we see that again I don't think so I just don't I don't I feel like Liverpool are going to want that make that push but um, and if there's a banana skin um, I don't see this one being the one I'd say you know there are tougher fixtures to come for Liverpool um, but yeah I, I think this will be like a 2-0 probably 2-0 right, what do you think about Fulham season up to this point then obviously last year went so well for them they've lost Mitrovic and I don't want to say that's the reason why they've slipped down the table but what, how, how do you think it's gone for you? I think this is where they should be I think last season was it was almost a obviously like you said they did really really well it was almost a false placement for them losing Mitrovic uh, I do I can't remember my manager's name now but I do rate him I do, I do rate him and they've got a good squad but like I said, they were they were so fortunate to win against Wolves. Mm. You've got that penalty that in 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 no world is ever a penalty. I mean, if I'm Gary O'Neill, I'm I'm flipping a table. The the way Wolves' season is going. Uh, but yeah, I I I expect Liverpool to roll over them. Uh, I think Fulham are going to be around that relegation dogfight if they're not careful. Mm. So I think this is this is where they should be. This is where they should be. And last season was a was a was a lucky one for them. I think. Yeah, do you agree with him, Jamie? Or 
Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at their next few games. They've got, t- uh, in the space of 10 days, they've got four games. That's um, Liverpool you're on about. I'm on about Fulham. Oh, you're on about Fulham. <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of Fulham, uh, let's have a look at their next few games. So, obviously, they just beat Wolves at the weekend. Yeah. Um, it was interesting to see uh, Raul Jimenez celebrating with uh, with the Fulham boys against his old club. But, um, obviously, they've got Liverpool and then... And a few few easier games if you would like in Forest and West Ham. So I think they're going to go all out for the Liverpool game. Um, whether they win is another question. But if you're asking for a prediction, I'm going to go back to what I think was the score at the start of last season when they drew two two mm. on the on the opening day. That that springs to mind from a Jonathan does, Morley video. Does it? So yeah, very nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it's it's going to be a close one. Um, I do think it's going to sway the way of Liverpool, but. We'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh, right then, as already mentioned, to wrap up our show this week, we're going to do quick fire predictions. Now, Harry, this is basically where I say the game, you say the scoreline. Right. There's no reasonings, there's no thinking. As Just quick as it. possible. Yeah? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Sitting comfortably? Got it. Good. Got it. Right, let's start. Arsenal Wolves. 2 0 Arsenal. Brentford Luton. 2 1 Luton. Burnley Sheffield United. 0 0. Nottingham Forest Everton 1-1 Newcastle Manchester United 3-1 Newcastle Bournemouth Villa 4-0 Villa Chelsea Brighton 2-1 Brighton Liverpool Fulham 3-0 Liverpool West Ham Crystal Palace 3-1 West Ham uh, Man City Tottenham 3-1 Spurs uh, Oh, And that's it That's all the games So Some big shouts Some big, some big score lines <laughs> Some big score lines I, I like the 4-0 Villa cool, though. No, no, I don't I, I wish I didn't rate on this season I wish I didn't <laughs> Well That's gone very well there uh, That's As I said Sort of wraps us up nicely there Have any of you boys Got anything else You want to be saying Archie I'm catching you In FPL <laughs> Fantasy Cab's yeah. coming for you Fair play uh, Yeah as I said This was just our first show To get us back into it uh, next week we'll be adding a few more segments um, and we'll obviously maybe have a few more people in the studio which might be a bit more warm and sweaty for us but yeah um, if you are listening we're on Apple and Spotify wherever you're listening uh, under URN Sport as usual and we do have an Instagram account uh, big Monday night in BMNI uh, I think at URN I don't know I run that uh, BMNI so please do head over we will have some content out there as well soon so yes thank you for listening and please do tune in next week